ready. Welcome back to Cousin Time. Jessica and Cameron are college friends turned post-grad roommates learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, and ruminate on what it means to be cousins after some time away. Part two. <laughs> Part two because... Um, yeah, the elephant in the room is we were gone for two weeks because my grandma died. Um, We've been there, cousin. But yeah, it was sad, but she had... Long life. Long life. Peaceful death. Yes. Those are my top two things on my list of wishes for anyone I love. Exactly. And myself. Yeah, because I love myself. Yeah. You're so right. Hashtag (laughs) self-love. But yeah, we had that happen, and then it ran straight into, we had, both had busy weekends. Busy, But first, the other elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. That song we just graced you with. You're welcome. First of all, don't get weird with it. Um, That was our little, it was inspired by two people. One is right here. Oh, three people. <laughs> One, Pookie, yeah. our cat. Two, Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> three, the man on the street who wrote the poem. Dalton. <laughs> Dalton. Dustin. It was Dustin. Oh, Dustin. Yeah. Dustin yeah. DeLuga. Dustin DeLuga of the Speakeasy Jazz Cats. Yes. He wrote us a poem on the street, and we showed him a picture of Pookie for inspo. Mm-hmm. And those lyrics, we I mean, we set them to music. Yes. But the lyrics are all Dustin DeLuga. Yeah. <laughs> And shout out to him. Big shout out to him. What he was doing on the street writing poems, that's his business. That's not ours. I think he needed some cash. <laughs> Quick cash. Say, because he also said, I'll take cash or weed, preferably weed. Yeah. And I Venmoed him. <laughs> so now he knows your first and last name. But hey, there's not much he can do with that. No. And honestly, because, I'd tell it to him if he asked. Yeah. Not even the podcast listeners know those two things. Nope. That's my dirty little secret. <laughs> Um, but yeah, actually, we'll just start, we'll work our way backwards. Cause so we met that man on the street. It's been a long time, cousins. As we were walking to Hot Pot. Hot Pot. My debut Hot Pot experience. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't been to All You Can Eat Hot Pot on a conveyor belt, what are you doing? No, it was so fun because I don't know if you all have ever made a potion, mm-hmm. but that's basically what it is. And I love making my little potion because you, you pick your broth, choose yep. your own adventure, choose your own broth. And then... I went with sukiyaki. Mamiati is famous. <laughs> and I went with mushroom. Mm-hmm. Less famous. The vegan specialty. Um, and then there's this little conveyor belt that just never stops coming of tofu, bean curd, any kind of grain you could imagine. Mm-hmm. Sweet corn, mm-hmm. baby corn. Mm-hmm. 
shrooms out the wazoo. Winter mushroom. I mean, winter, winter melon, melon. Which I was not a fan, I learned. No, because I think, and I think if we were to look it up and look into what winter melon actually is, we would learn quick and fast that it's not what you would think of as a melon. It's oh. like, just like, I would think of it more as like a root vegetable. Yeah, that's kind of what it was giving was like, what's that vegetable? Jicama? Um, <laughs> yeah. But I saw it and I thought, that looks like some honeydew. Mm. And I actually don't even like honeydew, so I don't know why I was so you enthralled so by it. You were so excited about the winter melon. I think I just loved its name. It was enchanting. <laughs> yeah, it was. Winter melon. And it was green and glistening. And it didn't look like anything else that mm-hmm. was coming around. Mm-mm. And I grabbed it and I took a bite and it was not good. Ugh, but the hot pot itself. The hot pot itself was. They have a sauce bar? I was just about to say the sauce bar. Yeah. Udon noodles, rice cake, vegetable noodles ramen all kinds of things all kinds of tofu and then you end with a little dessert i got a mango mochi yeah it was so good y'all 25 25 and pop mm-hmm. which honestly is like the going price for a meal out mm-hmm. honestly sometimes even a little bit more yeah so i would re- i would do again especially in the winter time probably probably will within the next month mm-hmm. because that's the other update is that it's feeling Chili. And I have been first taste of waiting for this one. I know. Like, I was enjoying summer. I was yeah. soaking it up. Yeah. But then summer vacation ended, and back in the schoolhouse with the hot temps was where I drew the line. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because, oh, you had, a, you had a rough first week with those temps. <sighs> Y'all, it was, it was the second week, and it was brutal. I, we, me and, me and those students, we bonded real quick over that one. Yeah. It was. It was it, the first week of students. Mm-mm. Wrong. No, because I was. It wasn't during the Olympics. Oh. I thought I was gone your second week of students, because you just finished week three. So last week I was gone. It was the first week of students. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I think you're right, actually. Thank you. That's all hearsay. But it was. Here's the thing. My AC was broken, and the man in charge of fixing it said, just close your door. And with peace and love, that wasn't going to work. Wasn't going to do a single damn thing. Um, so it was a whopping 89 degrees in my classroom. And I'll say it, it was downright unpleasant. Yeah. Because it was a whopping, like, 104 outside. No, and because every day you would come home literally sweaty. I was, like, I have, I've, I've, listen, I've been outside. I've been to Israel. I've sweat before, you know? Mm-hmm. But the way that I was sweating on the third floor up in my classroom, walking up and down those three flights of stairs multiple times a day yeah. was so humbling. Mm-hmm. So, so humbling. Like, I walked in and immediately sweaty. Yeah. And, like, I, listen, not to get too graphic, but, like, I have never experienced the sensation of sweat pouring out of my skin. And I was, it was everywhere. And I was drinking so much water, but literally I, I didn't have to pee all day long because it was just leaving my body in like a rush. Buckets. Buckets and buckets and buckets. And I'll tell you one other thing. It did not smell good up in there. <laughs> oh, I bet. Especially with middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. Because some have discovered deodorant and some have discovered Axe and some haven't discovered anything. And that is a brutal concoction. Mm-hmm. Talk about potions. <laughs> Talk about potions. One was a Bruin. <laughs> um, but yeah, you survived the brutal heat. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of went, I feel like, almost immediately from, like, in the triple ditch mm-hmm. to now, like, a, a high 60 with a breeze. A nip in the air. Which, 
and maybe faking us out. I feel like we could potentially have one last wave of summer. Yeah. But I'll take it because I'll take one more wave of summer. But I love this little hiatus. Me too. It's so nice. And listen, I'm a fall girl through and through. Christian girl autumn. Mm-hmm. That's, That's my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, but like, it's so nice. And just, I can't wait to light up a candle. That hot cocoa candle has been calling my name all year long. We can't light hot cocoa till November. You're right. I got some pumpkin candles on deck, though. Mm -hmm. And I've got my wisteria and willow. And I will be getting a cinnamon broom. I love my cinnamon broom. And I was hesitant about a cinnamon broom last year. You were. You you got it, and I enjoyed it. You're being such a little monster about it at first. Because I don't like cinnamon. I mean, I like the taste of cinnamon, but I don't like cinnamon flavor. Like cinnamon gum. Ugh. Ugh. But, like, the cinnamon broom. Oh, my God. Simmer pots. Oh, we'll make a simmer pot or two. But the cinnamon broom is kind of like a simmer pot all the Always. time. Yeah, on your wall. Simmer mm-hmm. pot on your wall. So like if you aren't getting a simmer if you aren't getting a cinnamon broom, get yourself to Trader Joe's or Ingles. They sell them or everywhere. Cracker Barrel. Literally anywhere. They're such a hot commodity. How do they make them? I don't maybe they did a broom in cinnamon. <laughs> No idea. That'd be my guess. Somebody spends a lot of minutes spritzing it. I need to look into the cinnamon broom production How it's made. Line. There's got to be an episode. How it's made. It's got to be. I need it. I need to know. Yeah. Um, and I also, I feel like I look my best in fall and winter. Because I, like, I look good in a sweater. I'll say it. Listen, layers, I love a layer. Mm-hmm. I look great in a turtleneck. You really do. And a turtleneck is hard to pull off. I re-entered my turtleneck season last season simply for functionality mm-hmm. because I needed the layers. I needed the layers. Um, but like, I don't think since then, last year, I had worn a turtleneck like since childhood, since mm-hmm. I wasn't dressing myself. But you really pull off the turtleneck. Thank I wonder you. why. Wow. What else? There's just been so much going on. Um, how have your students been? They've been good. It's been a breath of fresh air. Um, I, yeah, they've been good. They are, they are overall respectful. They are silly, goofy. I learn something new every day. That's great news. Yeah, yeah. I see them frequently, though, in terms of when I'm walking out of the building to come home, mm-hmm. and they're saying, hey, and I say, whoa, you know? So uh-huh. it's just kind of jarring, a jarring, just knowing they're always there. Yeah. Because in case you didn't know, I live within spitting distance of where I work. Mm-hmm. And they say don't shit where you eat. And you've said to hell with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we do. We live very, very close to your place of establishment. And since we've spent some time away, you've had a lot of life changes too. I have. Um, new job mm-hmm. and got a massage. And listen, those are all things that really shape a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I had my first... I can't even say full week because it was three days, but I started Wednesday at my job. And so far, I really, really like it. I think I've got some big shoes to fill Mm -hmm. because everyone is very, very good at their job. And everyone, like, I'm the youngest girl there by a good bit. Um, You're that sister. But the good thing with that is I have so much to learn. I'm just being a little sponge. Yeah. Soaking it up. Yeah. And hopefully I do a good job. Yeah. That's all we can hope for. Mm -hmm. Um, Back to your massage. Tell us more. Okay, so I got my first massage. Yeah. And I paid a pretty penny, but I think it was so worth it, and I would do it again. I got 80 minutes, flew by. I could have gone longer. I could have yes. gone 120. I um, could get massaged all day long. I, because it was my first time, I, I, 
got completely naked and I said, Andy wears fair game. <laughs> and I figured if I didn't like it, I could tell her to stop. And if it wasn't that big of a deal, I would just give different feedback next time. And right. next time I'm going to say, more pressure. More pressure. Really? it wasn't hard enough. You should have said that in the moment. Well, it was like good. But you just, you could have, you could have had I more. I could have had more. I would have said less time on my feet, more time on the rest of me. Mm-hmm. On my torso. When she twisted my torso, that was my favorite part. Maybe you need to see a chiropractor too. No, I don't think those are good for you. Okay. I don't know. Sorry to any chiros out there, but I've heard they can really mess you up. I've heard that too, but then I also hear the exact opposite. So like, I just don't know what to I know because my grandparents love the chiropractor. Listen, if there's someone out there with an unbiased, truly objective opinion who could let us know the pros and cons of the chiropractic field, mm-hmm. we could cousintimepod at gmail.com. Yes, because we're also both about to be insured. Insured. We've both been waiting to be insured for Oh, while. I've been waiting for this one. Yeah. Listen, I'm unmedicated right now. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who doesn't know, that is not ideal for any girl in this room. <laughs> but we're almost... You got your insurance card. So nope. You're, oh, well, you got your insurance number. But then it was wrong. <laughs> I got my best here. people on it. <laughs> the, the, the road is being paved. And listen, I just need everyone's thoughts and prayers that that gets sorted out before 8 a.m. on Thursday morning mm-hmm. when I go to the psychiatrist and beg for more ADHD yeah. medication. And I've got 27 more days of work <laughs> until I am eligible for insurance. Mm-hmm. And... I hope it's better insurance than my last job. Y'all. I think it will because I, I have been reading that insurance booklet. I read it before really? I signed on. I said I need to see your insurance booklet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get myself a primary care practitioner. I'm yes. going to get myself a dermatologist. I need a one gynecologist. Of those. Oh, yes. A dentist. Yes. A therapist. And maybe a psychiatrist. I think we should go to the gynecologist together. I think that's a lot. <laughs> Not, like, in the room together. I just think that'd be a fun place to go as girls who are cousins together. <laughs> just I, back-to-back appointments? Yeah, but then it's, like, who goes first? I'll go first. I kind of wanted to go okay, first. Okay, then you'll go first. Okay. You know I'm not picky. <laughs> okay, maybe. I just think then we can, you know, ride together, debrief immediately. Go get ourselves a treat. Yes. After Cause for being so brave. It's a, it's really brave. Mm-hmm. It's really brave. Sorry if you hate me, but like, I just thought it could be fun. I just, I just didn't know if that was about to cross. <laughs> Look, I'm not you talking know, like, about you know, like, looking you, at each other's cooches. No, but you know how you like shouldn't go to the same therapist as your friend? Like, yes. does that apply to gynos? Uh, I don't think so. I feel like, I feel like the gyno, it's okay. Cause one's private thoughts and one's private parts. Exactly. But I'm saying it's not the same thing. I don't think so. Okay. Because like. I don't, (laughs) here's the thing, in therapy, if you're seeing the same therapist, what is going on could overlap. If you're seeing the same guy, no, it's not going to overlap. That's true, that's so true. And you're not going to have any way to know. No. We're just back-to-back patients Mm -hmm. who happen to have the same permanent address Um, (laughs) and are each other's emergency contact. (laughs) And arrive together. Um, Okay, maybe. Okay, okay. Just like think on it. Yeah. Whatever. Either way, I'm fine. Because the other idea is we go to two different gynos, and then mm-hmm. we compare, and we see who had the better gyno, mm. and both go to that one. I think we should definitely do that for dentists, because yeah. dentists are a dime a dozen around wazoo. here. <laughs> and yeah, we got to test those mofos out. Yeah. I already found what dentist I want to go to, but I'm wondering if, now that I have, because last time I had two dentists to choose between, um, but now I'm hoping to maybe have 
three. Mm, yeah. 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 I need to look into my dental insurance. Um, but yeah, we're going to be insured. We're going to be much better mentally. I think this winter mm-hmm. than last winter for a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, honestly, things are up and up in the cousin crib. No, I'm feeling so good. Optimistic. Optimistic. I feel like we're starting to get our lives together. Piece by piece, you collected me. Yeah. And like, we're both in jobs where it's hopefully so far, fingers crossed, not going to chip away at our souls. Yes. I have felt like myself. And usually in the past when I went to work, I felt like a shell of myself. I felt empty inside. I felt anxious. I felt nauseous unhappy generally. I spent more time crying in September last year than I did smiling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was rough for you. And I'm not even exaggerating. And I haven't had to hype myself up to get out of my vehicle once yet in these past three days. I've hardly had to hype myself up to get out of bed. Yeah. I've been I've been making my bed too. I've been rising and shining and making my bed and eating my overnight oats. Oh see. And making a cup of tea to go. That's a new me. I haven't been able to do all that because I need to be well in my mind. Um, Your meds, yeah. Before that can all come together. But once that happens, y'all aren't even going to know what Mm -hmm, hit ya. mm -hmm. The combination of medication, good spirits, and good vibes is brutal. It's about to be... For the rest of the world. Yeah. We're about to... You could probably tell when you heard our song. Yeah. (laughs) That change is (laughs) a-coming. Change is a-coming. And either get on board or GTFO. (laughs) Ain't that the truth. Um, the other reason for our delay in podcasts, Mm -hmm. not an excuse, but an explanation, is we were both at bachelorette parties. Different weddings, different parties, similar vibes. Yeah, yeah. And I, listen, so much to to debrief there, honestly. Um, we both came home with comfort color t-shirts, which... Mm if you know, if you're involved in like the t-shirt printing world in any way, shape, or form, you know that speaks volumes. Those are superior, and also like I, this was my first bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I had a great time, mm-hmm. and I left with merch, which I didn't know that was a thing. But then we both came home with merch. Yes, it was also my first bachelorette, and I think let's just go through it. Let's set the scene. I truly had an amazing time, and not to be dramatic, but like I have a deeper appreciation for the bonds of female friendship. Yes, because. It was so cute the way we were just celebrating our friend. Mm-hmm. And the way that, like, friends from all different areas of a bride's life come together and embrace one another mm-hmm. just because we love the bride that much. Yes. Is so, so cute. And I just love women. Yes. And I feel like I had the unique perspective at my bachelorette party in a few ways, shapes, and forms. One, I wasn't, like, friends' friends with anyone there because I am a bridesmaid's for my my blood cousin, um, not my podcast cousin. Podcast cousin, um, and so everyone who was there, like obviously my her sister, my other cousin, and then like her best friend, who is like my cousin. I know them through and through, but like all the other divas there, I hadn't really interacted with, and it was just so truly and honestly beautiful to like watch the interactions of like all the friendships and like the different friends within her life interact with each other and, like, become friends and, like, bond over a, like, shared love and appreciation and desire to celebrate Hannah was just so beautiful to, like, witness that. And then also from where I was sitting as 
a mere 24 year old girl and all these other divas are like late 20s early 30s around that range it genuinely like also made me excited for that phase of life yeah. you know yeah. because if you opened up that freezer at the bachelorette party we had frozen breast milk and margaritas and that's the dichotomy of woman it's the dichotomy of woman and i was just like okay so you can have a baby and go spend the weekend with your divas and have a great time mm-hmm. and also like i think in my mind which we've spoken on this before like 30 feels so much older than I am now. Like, I feel like I have to have so much figured out or, like, more progress be made in my life or, like, be a certain way or whatever. But not that those divas weren't doing all of those things, but it just, like, reframed what getting older means and gave me, like, more excitement for it. Like, I'm excited now to be at that era of my life, which is so fun. Yeah. And some of the girls at Hannah's bachelorette party were girls that she met, like, when she was around our age, who she has, like, such deep friendships with. Well, and that's so cool that, like, our era of, like, making lifelong friends doesn't, like, that that hasn't stopped. Yeah. Like, you can make a lifelong friend at any point in your life. Yes. And not even the 30s old. Like, 30, exactly. I'm realizing it's so young. It's so young. 30 is the new 25. 30s the new 20. Let's <laughs> say it. 45 is the new 25. Yeah. But, like, honestly, she had, like... Friends there, her best friend, Sarah, who she, they were born a, a day apart, or maybe, yeah, they were born a day apart, like, that's her, that's her, ride or her, die. her ride or die, but then also her roommate, who she became roommates with, I think, when she was kind of around our age, who, different friends, different friendship levels, but, like, same sense of just, like, love and desire to celebrate and, like, bond and everything, which yeah. is just so beautiful and amazing. I love that. And we were in, like, a mountain mansion, which, who's not going to have fun there? Yeah. Ours was summer camp themed, which was so fun. I love camp. Um, And we just stayed in an Airbnb, and then it was such a nice Airbnb, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Had a pool in the backyard, a beautiful kitchen. Did y'all get in the pool? Uh (gasps) Uh-huh. Yeah. And a hot tub. Um... And then we just did, like, summer camp activities. We made friendship bracelets. We had a cookout. We went to um, axe throwing, bowling, candle making. We went to a fancy brunch, which was so nice. Um, And we just had a great little time. And it was nice because it was, like, I felt like I actually got to meet the other girlies. Because um, the bridal party is pretty much, like, half college friends, half high school friends. So I knew some, but not all. And it was so nice to get to know the rest of them and actually, like, talk and do things together. Yeah. Yeah. So... It made me even more excited for my wedding. And, like, I feel like that gave me such a good idea of, like, I honestly want a pretty much identical bachelorette party. That was so fun. Like, to go out and go do, like, a fancy brunch and, like, a few activities, but also, like, spend so much time at home base just relaxing mm-hmm. and hanging out and making meals together. That was so great. Also, I w- there was nine of us, and I was like, is this going to feel huge? It actually felt like such a good number. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have eight friends, <laughs> but... Um, um, I don't, like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, is four going to be too Yeah. Many? I think I also would want to do, like, if, would, could see myself enjoying, like, a very similar bachelorette party to what I was at as well. It was 18, which was a lot mm-hmm. of people, which I definitely don't have that many friends. <laughs> but, like, I think also I, I, which we've talked about our dream weddings, I would want to have, like, a small bridal party anyway. Like, I can't imagine it being more than, like, four to five-ish people. Um, but I could imagine, like, having more people than that at, like, a bachelorette party. Yeah. Which is one of the things Hannah did. Like, not everyone who was there was a bridesmaid that was going to be, like, in the wedding party. 
but it was still nice to just have more people there. So I think that that would be really fun to do. And yeah, we were in a gorgeous mountain cabin with a hot tub and a pool. And we were just swimming, laying, chilling, vibing, mm-hmm. eating. It was great. Um, Something else that was so cool about my bachelorette is, okay, I know you guys kind of stayed at your residence residing we did we did not leave that place but when because it was labor day weekend it was a super popular weekend to have bachelorette yeah and so every time we went out we saw other bachelorette oh, that's parties so fun. like there was another one at the candle making there was another yeah. one at place we went for lunch and the the mutual acknowledgement of like hey girls hey hey barbie it was giving that yes um because it's girl girls are taking over yeah and that that was girlhood um when we were out bowling, it was like a barcade type of place, and this one girl came up, and she, like, started screaming at Corey and was like, oh, I'm getting married tomorrow, and they took pictures together, oh. and it was so, it was so heartwarming. That's so sweet. Speaking of girlhood. Yeah. We have both recently watched, we watched this movie separately. We both watched it on flights within the past couple months. Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Man, oh man. If you haven't seen Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, get your sweet ass to the theater or to a United flight immediately. Mm-hmm. Or American, I think. Because it was, like, I can confidently say it's one of my new favorite movies. And I think it can be enjoyed by anyone, I would say, ages like eight. Eight plus. Yeah. Because it speaks on girlhood and womanhood. So well. And it's funny, too. It's all different, like, stages of growing up as a girl. Like, okay, because you're seeing the main character. It's a book. You're probably familiar. But the main character, Margaret, Margaret, she's, what, 11 or 12? Mm -hmm. And so she's dealing with, like, puberty Mm -hmm. and trying to make friends at our new middle school and, like, having a crush and all these different things that are very, like, quintessential girlhood. Mm -hmm. But Mama has also just moved to a new town and is trying to make friends in the PTA. Mm-hmm. And you see that level of, like, making adult friendships. And then Grandma is, like, now her family has left the town she's in to go somewhere else, and so she's feeling lonely without her family. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's just so... There's just... Every woman in it is just such a good role. Yes, and it was beautifully cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also, like, this level of, like, religious exploration religious trauma mm-hmm. that is very poignant and like but then also it's so funny and so relatable like I was crying on the plane but not from like being sad it was just like the nostalgia of it or like yeah just yeah and it was also like some happy tears of just like it was bittersweet it was so bittersweet especially like the moments with young Margaret is it's like because you're like oh my gosh like I remember that and it's also like Getting to watch something that's so accurate to being 12, but at age 24 yes. is, like, funny, but you're also, like, feeling for her. Yes. I don't know. It's so, it's so good. Well, it's because, so good. It's, yeah, like, there were so many moments with, with, with Miss Margaret where, like, she's, she's, like, she's 12 or 11, and they also did a really good job casting, I think, because I think sometimes, like, movies will, the casting will ruin the, the whatever, what's the phrasing? The facade. The facade of this is obviously not a 12-year-old child, but, like, they were all children. And that was so perfect because they just all perfectly captured what it is like to be a 12-year-old girl Mm -hmm. because they were literally 12-year-old girls. But, like, being, making your new friends and having a little secret club and, like, talking about puberty and wanting to experience puberty and that whole being, like, a race thing or whatever, like, it was just so perfectly done. Yeah, it was really good. 
Um, would recommend. Would recommend. Probably will be watching again mm-hmm. in the immediate future. I think that's all I have to say for my updates. I think that might be all I have to say, too. We have other episodes planned, especially since we missed two weeks, mm-hmm. but we just had to update. So much has happened. No, so much has happened. Just, like, yeah, we're back back to back to the home base. Mm-hmm. And back to regularly scheduled programming. Back to regularly scheduled programming. Listen, we're sorry for the lapse. But we're not, because we were out there living life. We were. That's the And thing. celebrating life. We were celebrating life in so many different ways. We were celebrating different eras of life. Life and death? Yeah. Ugh. It's 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 a wild ride. It was. That was whiplash going from... I'm sure for you. Crying at my grandma's funeral to eh, bachelorette in like 12 hours. And then also driving like at least 30 plus hours in the span of like yeah. a week. Yeah. I can't believe you did that. That was wild. I was telling everyone about how you were doing that. Yeah, because... Okay, so basically I had to leave and I drove to Georgia, which like... When you add in, like, reasonable stops in traffic is about 16 hours. Yeah. And then, because I was down there, I missed my flights from Chicago to Charlotte. So then I had to drive, like, six hours to Charlotte. And then I had to drive what took, I think, like, 17 hours from Charlotte to Chicago. That day was rough just because I was, at that point, exhausted emotionally, mentally, physically, socially. Um, And I had a rough morning. And then I pulled into a parking lot of a Starbucks, took a 10-minute nap down the nice coffee and then I was a new girl yeah that'll do it mm-hmm. there's something about a little power nap yeah mm. um anyways aquanotes let's do it so our aquanotes I want to read mine first okay I haven't spoiled you oh yeah I haven't seen them um we're inspired by since it is fall now we want to do a haunted house well yeah. well I don't want to but I want my friends to. want to do a haunted house the last time that I went somewhere haunted with Cameron you must took a life I did because and it, like I, that's not the kind of person I am <laughs> but I and in that moment I, I believe it they're convincing and I'm like these people are to get me and my fighter flight kicks in and two to paint the picture it was like maybe a 15 year old this is just his after school job at at the car wash it was a it haunted, was, it was car, a haunted wash. car wash and honestly, he was wearing like a mask and jeans <laughs> i think it was like a baseball team volunteering to raise money like yeah. this kid no no acting training but in my head he was the enemy <laughs> and i was going to do whatever it took to take him out and in that moment it was pressing the gas pedal and you and, almost took him down and then as soon as i did it i was like oh my god that's a little boy like i need to cradle him did he get but, in the car no i wouldn't let y'all unlock the doors because this was funny too we were sitting there and i locked the doors and put on child lock because yeah. i knew my friends were about to play and i wasn't gonna have that yeah. um and they wouldn't have wanted that because i it wouldn't have ended well for them <laughs> um and Jess was like, you can unlock the doors. They're not going to get in. And, like, as if on cue, the car in front of us, everyone got in their car, all the haunts. That's right. Yeah. So those doors were unlocked. But then you were trying to roll down your window and play games. What's new? Um, but anyway, so we were going to go to this haunted house. And I was looking at it. And it was, you could buy a special, like, haunted pass <laughs> to, if you buy that, like, and you tell them who your friend is, they will, like, go above and beyond to spook your friend. And there were some threats made. <laughs> To purchase one for me. <laughs> you threatened to purchase one for me. Because you, because I was like, this is perfect because then you can go get extra haunted like you want and I can get not so scary. 
And I did make some threats against your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, like, and then, then it escalated. Yeah, and then it was, <laughs> Then like, we had to stop. <laughs> then we had to stop because you're fighting. Because we were seeking... I was, like, actually mad at you for getting me a haunted pass. So it hadn't even happened. One thing that she said was, if you do that, I'll slit Adam's throat. <laughs> I'll slit Adam's throat. And, and then I said, you can't be for real. And she said, I am. And on the record, no, I don't think I could ever bring myself to do that unless you made Adam haunt me. <laughs> Then I think that would override him. You also told me you were going to take all of the stuff out of my room and put it out on the street. That one I stand by. That if you got me that pass, I would take everything out of your room while you were at work one day and put it on the street. I and that would be even more embarrassing because all your students would see it out on the street. I'd say, all right, team, let's get it. Let's get it back in. Moving um, in. It's okay. It's okay. So our aqua notes this week are ways we would seek revenge on one another. My ways are this. Send specific screenshots to your ex-crush. <laughs> what screenshots? Messages. Pictures of you. S- messages that I sent to them? To you, to me. Oh! Mm-hmm. Send you WebMD articles. <laughs> Just nonstop. That would actually be worse for you. <laughs> no, yeah. It would be really hard I for me I just want to... I would naturally seek revenge. Mm-hmm. Um... Gaslight you about mundane things. And you'd be good at that because I, some for some reason, believe things that come out of your mouth. I don't know why. I'm gullible in general. You're gullible and I guess I'm convincing. And it's a, you just say everything with such confidence. <laughs> convincing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Um, and then last thing would be to change the time on all your clocks by 12 minutes. <laughs> that would get me. That would, that would get you me so nuts. good. Would you change it so I was early everywhere or late? Late. I would change it to be late everywhere. But it's like just late enough where it would stress you out, but it would be too late for you to remedy mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Mine are, I would cut off all your belt loops. <laughs> I just think that'd be annoying. That's so evil. And you'd have to buy all new pants, but like for such a small little thing. Mm-hmm. I would follow your ex on the Cousin Time Pod Instagram account. Because we currently, we both have them blocked. Yes. Um, But if I did this, they would not only be able to keep up with you, but they would know you had a podcast and have a lot more material to listen to. I'm still concerned that said person does listen. (laughs) We do have some listens from their state Mm -hmm. that we don't know who to attach them to. Unaccounted for, yeah. Um, I would stand outside your school, place of employment, at dismissal time, and airdrop questionable picks to anyone who had their airdrop on. (sighs) And that's, I think, the worst. The mm-hmm. worst on the list. Another one that just came to mind for me is I would go to your jewelry tree and I would take just one of every pair of your earrings and hide them in different places. Oh, that's just straight up evil. Yeah. So, so I, I hope learned. we never have to incite revenge. Seek revenge. <laughs> yeah. Um, slays and dismays. Slays and dismays. Slays and dismays. So my dismay was... My grandma dying. That was sad. <laughs> um, and my sleigh was, um, I've had a kind of really good past few days. I'll say my massage, my new job, y'all heard it all. Yeah. I think my sleigh was also, you've heard it all. I think particularly Hot Pot was really a big sleigh. And I was, I was really looking forward to it all week long, which was just mm-hmm. mwah, so good. My dismay is Adam has been... A bit of a little monster, especially in the mornings. <laughs> really has I haven't gotten a good night of sleep since I got back from Georgia, which has just been so dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think when Cameron was in Georgia the week before, I would let Adam, like, out of my room to be on the prowl or whatever the hell he does, like, early in the morning so that I could catch some more Z's. But then he got spoiled by that, and now he wants to escape at, like, 5 a.m., and he'll wake up the whole neighborhood. Yeah, he will. And, like, I can't have that, but then I'm awake, and then I'm angry, and then I'm saying, stop it! Yeah. Do you ever hear me yell at him? Um, once or twice. <laughs> um, it's really honestly taken a toll on our relationship. See, he won't even look at me. No, he's over there mad. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, send us an email, cousintimepod at gmail.com, with other ways we could seek revenge on one another. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something else that we talked about at the beginning that I can't remember. Oh, if you've ever had winter melon. Ooh, and also send us some handwritten poems about us. Yeah, let us know what you thought about our song, and if you write us a poem, we'll set it to music, too. And you might hear <gasps> yes. it in a future episode. Yes. Yes. Okay, TTYL.